Hey everybody, it's The Rewind for November 7th, 2021. I'm Paul, that's Nathan, reporting that, to you. That it is. Reporting to you, and I swear to God, live from the Paris airport. What airport is it exactly? Uh, Charles de Gaulle. Right, that's that one. Nathan is on location. <laughs> I, I'm 43 kilometers away from the Eiffel Tower. See? Yeah. 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 You yep. can't fake that. that you can't fake that. Don't know what they're saying. Nathan is currently uh, on assignment. Um, he is uh, flying to an undisclosed location uh, to report on a story that is apparently going to break the world apart. Nathan, uh, I know that you can't uh, talk about what you're out there to cover, but apparently it is crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, uh, journalistic skills have been hindered honestly paul i'm behind enemy lines and it is it is just it is it is just not not fun right now for me wow i haven't slept in 25 hours i am i am just i'm done like this is this could be life altering right now Jeez, can you at all tease just can you give the audience just a little tease as to the story that you're covering this you know what i I don't want to get into into the details of the matter but uh it it honestly it, it involves a wolf and a man and possibly a wolf man Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be big. Oh, and also one final announcement um, before we continue with the news. Uh, a couple things that are happening. So first off, this is our last episode uh, before we take a slight vacation. And that has nothing to do with Nathan being in an airport. We are, nope. uh, like I said, he is on assignment. I am steps from the Eiffel Tower right now. Like steps is in like 43 kilometers, but still steps. You know, we'll be taking a break. We'll be back December 12th when we will be doing the 12 days of podcasting. That is a semi-annual tradition that we have where every day for 12 days, we bring you one hilarious holiday themed news story and other cameos, guests and surprises. So that starts December 12th. It's going to go to December 24th. And that's going to be a new episode every day. And then from that point on, we're going to take another little break and we'll be back in the new year with more fun. So, Nathan, without further ado, because I know you're tired. I know you haven't slept in, what what did you say, 24 hours? Going on 26. A whole hour has passed since your last update. A whole hour. Oh, let's let's hope the best. What, is that someone coughing? Did I just hear someone coughing? I think so, yeah. That could be COVID. It could be. You will not hear this kind of real reporting anywhere else. This podcast is breaking ground right now. We I don't think any podcast has sent anybody to the Paris airport to report (laughs) on the conditions there. (laughs) In addition to the normal story that you're covering, which is Wolfman <laughs> or something. Yeah, something like that. All right, Nathan, enough. We let's get we gotta get to the news. All right, Nathan, what what is our first story? Well, from the most reliable news source that I, I gather any of my stories from, foxnews.com reports. Oh god. On okay. That a that a New York man has burst into flames after being tasered. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. It's very true. Okay. This is not fake news. Jason Jones, he's 29. He's in intensive care right now in Syracuse, um, report has said. It's believed that he had covered himself in hand sanitizer and he burst into flames after police used a taser on him, according to a local report. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. So Jason had entered the village of Catskill, uh, walked into the police department last week and got into a confrontation with officers. Times Union of Albany reported. Police told the paper that Jones, who was known to them from previous encounters, uh, appeared intoxicated and officers used to tasers to subdue him. <laughs> I think they were afraid that he was going to hurt himself. And that's what started it, Chief Dave Darling said. 
there are still details that we're trying to develop. I don't know what she's saying. I don't care. I hate this lady. It is, Stop. Nathan, please, you're a professional. You have to work through yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I apologize to all of our French-speaking listeners out there. This is this lady's probably real nice. Just don't like her right now. But uh, yeah, he's in, in intensive care and uh, he might not survive. That's crazy. For someone like me who's obsessed with hand sanitizer, you're telling me that it's actually a, it's flammable. It's, it's very flammable, yeah. <laughs> if I have too much hand sanitizer, which I do at any given moment, and I stand next to an open flame or an electrical spark, I will probably explode. Yeah, you're going to go up. You're going to go up in some nasty smoke. This is making me rethink a lot of life decisions and, and not in a good way. All right. Well, hey, uh, another reliable source uh, of news, uh, usnews.com. Um, reports that a German electrician has gone on trial, uh, accused of murder and the death of one man and of mutilating several others by performing illegal operations on their genitals. What? Uh, here. The 66-year-old told a regional court in Munich that he performed the procedures at the men's request, of course. The defendant, whose name wasn't released for privacy reasons, claimed he initially offered sexual services on sadomasochistic, sadomasochistic, yeah, <laughs> in order to earn money to pay off debts. I hate big words. Later, the man allegedly expanded his repertoire. I got that word by performing operations on his kitchen table in the town of Mark Schwaben. Uh, telling his victims that he was a trained medical professional. <laughs> German news agency DPA reported the defendant told the court that he castrated or partially amputated the genitals of eight men between July 2018 what? and March 2020. <laughs> he denied responsibility for the death of, death of one man who died several days after the defendant performed the procedure on him. Yeah, well, you know, probably stopped there, I guess. Yeah, I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to take away from this story. I guess, um, you know, if you're going to get your testicles operated on, do so by a certified medical professional. Maybe just don't go to some dude's home and, and uh, you know, get on someone's kitchen table voluntarily. Yeah. So, my third story comes from NPR.org. For $84,000, an artist returned two blank canvases titled Take the Money and Run. <laughs> <laughs> the, money, the money was supposed to be used to create modern art. And can't that can't that guy shut up? Doesn't he know we're recording a podcast no, here? It's just it's just it's just too many people here doing too many things. Yeah, it's, it's almost <laughs> like it's a bad idea to record a podcast in a busy international airport. I think so. I'm rethinking uh, this as well. Maybe we should no, stop. No, we must. Nathan, no, the audience demands that we press on. And let's not forget Ooh. that you are there on assignment for a story that I can only describe as earth shattering and mind shattering i mean this is true the fallout this from this true. will be so huge that they will be talking about it they meaning history will be talking about it for millennia millennia to come <laughs> the money the money was supposed to be used to create modern art like i was saying this eighty four thousand dollars and it was but but not in the way a danish museum expected <laughs> it gave an artist the equivalent of 84 grand uh, in return, it received two empty canvases. <laughs> the artist Jens Hunning says the blank canvases make up a new work of art titled uh, Take the Money and Run, as, as previously mentioned, that he calls a commentary on poor wages. One thing it's not, he says, is a theft. It's a breach of contract, and breach of contract is part of the work, he said, according to Danish public broadcaster DR. The work is that I have taken their money, Henning stated. 
<laughs> oh, why wasn't I that smart? I could have done that. And yet you didn't. <laughs> All right. Next story. All right. From uh, NPR.org again, because I'm just tired. Uh, self-driving Waymo cars gather in a San Francisco neighborhood, confusing residents. I don't know how Waymo is. Waymo is uh, Google's self-driving car division. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, hey, it was a modern mystery. Now, the more you know, now I know that. I just want to remind you that you're a newsman. If anybody should know what this is, it's you. But uh, I don't know a lot of things, Paul. I try. Yeah. In this tiny neighborhood in San Francisco's Richmond district, self-driving Waymo cars have been converging at all hours of the day and night, mystifying neighbors. Capix, which I guess is a uh, station. Don't know what that is. Sounds like an alien. Reported earlier this week. Uh, that uh, most would drive to the dead end on 15th Avenue, where they then had no choice but to turn around and leave, according to the outlet. And neighbors have no idea why. I noticed it while I was sleeping. I woke to a strange hum that I thought there was just spacecraft outside my window, Jennifer King, a resident of the neighborhood, told the outlet. She added later, there's some days it can be up to 50 cars literally every five minutes. We're all working from home, so this is what we hear. The random influx of cars has been puzzling for residents. The cars aren't carting passengers to and fro, according to a Verge report. When locals have asked the drivers why they're in the neighborhood, they reply that the cars are programmed. And they're just doing their job. That's pretty creepy. So that's sort of like, um, you know, in horror movies when they're uh, you're at home and it's uh, it's night and uh, you feel like there's someone outside the window and you look out there and there's no one there. And then you do like a you look away and you do a double take. And then suddenly there's like just two Waymo cars. <laughs> looking at you you know parked in front of your house just staring at you flashing the lights and then you look away and you look back and they're gone yeah that's what this this feels like by the way can i also point out that uh you made a reference to a 2000 era kevin spacey movie and i'm the only person i think who caught that so i just want to congratulate you on an obscure reference <laughs> hoping you get that <laughs> well if not i then who that's true. <laughs> so what you're saying is that all these predictions that one day all this artificial intelligence will take us over is panning out. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Anyways, next story from the mirror.com. Sorry, mirror.co.uk. I keep getting that wrong all the time. This is, this is profound as well, Paul. This is a pretty profound story. Uh, before my phone crashes on me here, <laughs> a time traveler from 2027 has shared proof that he is the last person on earth. That's insane. Wait, what? That is, that's just insane. Yeah. Listen to this. A man who claims to be a time traveler from 2027 has shared video footage of a deserted city as proof that he's the last person on earth. <sighs> Javier has become a bit of a hit on TikTok, of course, where he uploads videos as uncaches. Unicazo Breviventi. I don't even want to say that word. It translates to only survivor but he's not without his haters. He claims to be stuck alone in the future as the rest of the Earth's population has been wiped out by a disaster and he uploads videos of the Spanish city he is in as proof. But some say that he's filming deserted parts or visiting areas at quiet times of the day. So the TikToker has now uploaded footage of a busy city junction, which is eerily deserted. Uh, in the past, Javier has shared footage of a secret passageway in the abandoned city that's become a ghost town was recently challenged by a follower on social media. They asked him to upload a clip with a view, which he did. Then they asked him to upload the same clip, but filmed in the daytime, saying they would leave him. That too made the city look empty. But wait, is this the same time traveler that we were talking about like a couple of weeks ago? 
I, I don't think so. I think this is another one. Feels like there's a lot of time travelers on on TikTok. I think so too. I think just I think TikTok is just a disease. First off, I don't understand why in 20, 2277 they still have phones that have compatible video codecs that can be like uploaded to you know past TikTok, right? Like you would think that two hundred years into the future that the technology that the phone cameras have, the video technology would so be so superior to anything that we have that you couldn't even upload the video file size. I know, right? But <laughs> I just love the fact that TikTok is apparently filled with time travelers. I know. So he can travel back in time and but for some reason he keeps going back to his original shitty timeline to take photos of it and then he what comes back here to upload. I I'm very confused by this and I'm 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 not gonna lie. I, I don't I don't believe it. I'm skeptical. Uh, I don't think I believe that just yet. Just yet. You need more. Just yet. Yeah. Is, that, is that, Nathan, is that why you're down there? Are you investigating the TikTok time travelers? I, I can't, you know, I can't say things like that. I, I can't, I can't be truthful with you right now, Paul. Okay. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm following a number of leads right now and uh, some could, some could prove quite dangerous. So I have to just keep my mouth shut. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. That, enough said, enough said. All yeah. right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's keep going here. We're, this is good stuff, Nathan. We're, 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 you know, we're covering good ground here. Well, from oopy.com, um, of course. a British chauffeur service has offered rides in his tank taxi. <laughs> a British man is offering an unusual chauffeur service by charging about a grand to give rides to weddings and other events in his tank taxi. Merlin Batch Bachelor. Like your name's Merlin. He lives in Norwich, England, but his name is Merlin. Doesn't that like strike strike you, you know, a little bit being odd? You know what? You're right. That would be the name that I would think a TikTok time traveler would have, don't you think? Exactly. Exactly. Maybe it's like the Merlin from the Middle Ages and he's just like live forever. You know, he's, he's just learned to live forever or something. So you're, you're thinking know. that Merlin, so you're thinking of Merlin from the King Arthur tales. What you're saying here is that uh, unlike the TikTok time travelers who travel back in time to warn us, this Merlin has is is immortal and he's just been living among us. And now because yeah. magic has effectively been forgotten, all he's doing is buying <laughs> tanks and converting wow. them into taxis. That basically, that's what a wizard has to do now in modern society: is that you can just be an Uber driver. That's the best well, for you. I'll expand on that idea, Paul. Please. I think that Merlin he found immortality, and he's just he's been he's been a taxi driver forever. You know, just magic just kind of lost his touch. He lost his powers, lost his damn owl, whatever thing is called. Who knows? You know, Arthur grew up or maybe he died young. I have no clue. Who cares? But he just, he can't be a wizard anymore. And he's just, you know, maybe he had like a, a horse and carriage and then maybe he had like a, like, like a Ford Model A or something. And now he's into like tanks and maybe in the future he's going to have spaceships and he's going to be a, a taxi driver for the rest of his life. But when you say he's been a taxi driver forever, are you implying that back in the middle ages, he also drove a taxi or whatever the medieval equivalent of one was? That's what I'm saying. Just lost his touch out of touch with magic and he's had to find a job right uh okay so what's going on with this uh with this stupid taxi with the tank <laughs> well it's it's actually an, ar- uh, an armored personnel carrier uh like a vehicle with a similar look to a tank right mm-hmm. cost him a total of 35 grand a purchase and repair for use in his business but uh <laughs> yeah he said he now makes about a thousand dollars per job to drive people to weddings and funerals funerals she said I'd, I'd love to be taken to my funeral tank I wouldn't care at that point, but it'd just be cool. I'd like to be shot 
through the cannon into the into the into the, into the ground. That's how I want to be delivered to my final resting spot. I think if I were cremated and I were I were like mixed in with with like a shot, like a bolt or whatever the hell you call them. What do you call those things that come out of tanks? They're not bullets. They're, the, uh, they're just big missiles. things. Missiles. Missiles. They're not missiles. There's something else. I don't know. I can't. I you know whatever it is. It's it's you know what I'm talking about. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Just mix me mix me in with that <laughs> gunpowder. Nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> mix mix me in with that gunpowder. Shoot me like up against a wall or something. I don't care. Make me break something. Uh-huh. I want to die breaking something. I want to tear down a building. Okay. But yeah, yeah, it's an unusual chauffeur service offers pure entertainment. By the way, I just want to point out that uh, even though the global pandemic is still happening and the cases are spiking around the world, that there is enough business where a, uh, a someone can buy a tank, a personal vehicle carrier, what have you, and and still make a lot of money chauffeuring people to worthless events that are probably super spreader events. So just hold on, worth worthless events. No, no, weddings. And, okay, what's worse, a wedding or a funeral? I mean, they're both terrible. You know, I, I don't know that. I don't know if there's a worse option. It's the beginning. No, I was going to say this. Both of them are an end. <laughs> yes, that's right. They're both ends. They're All both right. ends and they're both beginnings. You know what I mean? I can assure you I don't. Last one. Thank you. From canoe.com. A teen in India has eaten toothbrushes and he's eaten a nail as well to stop his dirt eating addiction. <laughs> he was hospitalized after reportedly ingesting 16 toothbrushes a 7.6 centimeter long nail in an attempt to cure his addiction to eating dirt, which is silly. <laughs> Harish Devi, 14, was told by a holistic medical expert, in quotation marks, that eating the items could fix his habit. <laughs> his family, that was probably his first mistake. His family also hoped that the multiple toothbrushes and iron nail could work as some sort of exorcism and release the ghost that was possessing him. After eating the items, the boy was I can't take this anymore, Paul. I, I'm just going to jump out the window. I'm done. Okay. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it's, I'm not. No, I'm going to. I'm going I'm to keep pers- persevering on here. <laughs> I just wish everyone stopped talking around me. After eating the items, the point was rushed to a local medical center with severe stomach pains. <laughs> uh, while geophagia is the intentional practice of eating no, dirt. No, it's geophagia, Nathan. Just geophagia. Geophagia. Uh, I think it's geophagia. That's no, pH. It, no, Nathan, no. It's but look, look, you're like, like, like fat, okay? Like I'm fat, F-A-T. But like if I was fat, P-H-A-T, you know, I'm, I'm a cool dude. So geophagia, okay, phagia, whatever. It's the intentional practice of eating dirt. Uh, <laughs> and pika is an eating disorder. In which people crave and eat non-food items. That's weird. I've never heard of that before. So what is the point of the toothbrush? Is it supposed to like clean his esophagus on the way down? And is the nail supposed to like be magnetized and pick up dirt particles? Or like what is, wh- what are the two connections there? How do those work? I have no clue. And that's in this story. Like I've done my research all <laughs> two minutes of it. Yes. And there, there's no correlation. Wow. To toothbrushes and a nail. I don't understand. Why would you eat a toothbrush? Like I, I get it, you know, they, they clean things, but they're going to clean your insides. They're just going to hurt you and you're going to die. Let this be a lesson to you. If you have ball problems, go to a professional medical expert. And if you're eating dirt for whatever reason, um, just don't. Hold on. Did you say ball problems? 
Ball problems. Yeah, if you have balls and you have problems with your balls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I thought you said bald. All right, Nathan, listen. We we have to wrap up here. Okay. Because you're you're clearly losing your mind. And also the I can't take all the announcements behind you. It's it's driving me nuts and the audience nuts, I'm sure. Listen, what you're doing out there, again, we can't talk about the bombshell reporting that you're currently in the middle of, but what you're doing out there is massive. Uh it is like I said, gonna break the world in half, maybe in four. Um, so, uh, I really, uh, thank you for sacrificing your safety and your health and flying out to wherever you're flying, uh, to do this report. Uh, it is truly the most brave thing that I've ever witnessed. And I've witnessed many acts of bravery. Uh, definitely not by me though. No, not by you. This is the first, I mean, you haven't completed it yet, so this might completely flop and, and then it actually, I will take away, but you are, you know, on your way. I'm giving you a temporary, you know, act of bravery. Uh, uh, or potential act of bravery award, and if you complete it, then you'll actually be given it uh, by me. But for now, yes, you're 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 currently in the, the progress of trying to complete said bravery. Do I get like a medal or something? It's unclear what you're going to get. I mean, I haven't really thought that through. But the the point is, is that what you're reporting on down there is going to uh, shake the world. Like I said, but listen, we have to wrap up. Uh, boy, what a what a great show. What a what a way to end twenty twenty one. Um, I will remind the audience that even though uh, we are going on break and uh, uh, we're taking some time off, we will be back December 12th to start the 12 days of podcasting, which will be 12 days of episodes. They'll be shorter. There'll be one holiday theme story per episode and guests and surprises and on and on and on. So tune in for that. It'll be going until December 12th. And then we will be back in the new year with even more shows. Nathan, thank you. Audience, thank you. Lady over the French PA system, thank you. Honestly, I think there's two ladies. There's one that clearly speaks uh, an Asian dialect and another lady that I just don't like. Like, that's the lady I don't like. She speaks it's annoying French. Not that French itself is annoying, but her voice is annoying. And there's another guy, too. He speaks He speaks in French, too. I don't like him either. You know, I just don't like anyone right now. Did it ever occur to you that maybe these are just all voices in your head and there, there really isn't anyone on the PA system? Very well could be. All right, Nathan, uh, uh, if, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you're just like, boy, I've heard some groundbreaking uh, audio today. I need to share it with my friends. Please do so. Send them a link via Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Stitcher is where people can find us. Subscribe, tell a friend, all that good stuff. We're also on Twitter at I Love the Rewind. Let us know what you think. Send us stories, all that good stuff. Uh, Nathan, I'll see you in December. <clears throat> Have a, a, a safe yeah. trip out there again. Be safe. I know that you are about to enter territory that is treacherous and uh, your life will almost certainly be in danger. But, uh, you know, again, your commitment to news reporting and the show, like I said, you are on your way to get uh, something for your bravery. But if you screw it up, I will take it away and it'll just be a massive flop. And then I will acknowledge it as such. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see everybody in December. Until then, everyone be safe and get vaccinated. Bye. Goodbye. Good riddance.